You are listening to The Current Daily, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Monday, September 14th. I hope you all had a pleasant weekend. And now we're about halfway through the month of September, which is kind of bonkers. Have you heard of Enterprise Systems Renewal, also known as ESR? I sure hope so. A lot of people have spent a lot of time on it in the past three years. We do have the benefit of perspective with some of the early go-lives. Today, we're going to hear from a quartet of people involved with the facilities information management systems for both space and real estate. You may also know this project by its commercial name, Tririga. Anyway, let's hear from the panel as they discuss how the system is performing and meeting customer needs, what the implementation was like, future plans, and what it was like to work within the new ESR framework. This is Mark Herzberger. Today I'm joined by four guests. We are going to discuss one of the big ESR projects that rolled out last year. It is the Facilities Information Management System for both real estate and space, otherwise known uh, in some corners as Trayriga. And our guests are Kirk Bellis, who's a space planning analyst from Campus Planning. He was a subject matter expert on the project. We have Brandy Mulvey, Senior Manager for Off-Campus Leasing in the Real Estate Department, and she was also the SME on the real estate side. We have Vlad Orlik, an application developer here in IT Services, and he was Solution Architect on the project. And we have Mike Howell, who is the service owner for this product, as well as general service owner for the many applications that support the VC RMP. So Kirk and Brandy, let's start on the customer and user side. For your respective areas, what functions does the facilities information management system do for the university? And what was the purpose of transitioning to this new solution? We had system in place that was more of a homegrown system, and um, not all of our agreements were all in one location. So this system is allowing us to put all of our agreements into one and allows us to track all of our real estate leases, all of our licenses and our easements, and it allows all the departments to have access to their own real estate data at any time they need it. This allows them to make strategic decisions for their department. So for example, we had health was reaching out to us. They were needing to do a study on their parking and we were able to offer them the data that they needed and put it into a report and give it to them, which allowed them to discuss making policies for off-campus parking for their employees. That's just one example. Kirk on the space side? The primary purpose at the forefront was to standardize on a campus-wide enterprise space management solution to better support space management planning and analysis and retire in the process as many shadow systems as possible. The tactical side of this was to use a solution with improved searching, um, though it's less intuitive, it's more precise, and improved editing. The, the, new, the forms in the new system are an improvement over the older one. And... Uh, there's a space management 
major tool that allows people to edit spaces graphically um, and quickly. And there's improved floor plan re reporting. The strategic side of it is to leverage technical development from competitive large tech company with robust development team so and, and a large client base. So that positions the campus for future development with less resources. And both the, the real estate and the space uh, modules, if you will, debuted uh, way back in 2019. Um, so how have they been performing so far and meeting customer needs since their go-lives? We've been um, using it to track our leases, some um, all of our off-campus leases right now. We're still implementing all of our on-campus leases into the system, um, but we are able to run reports right now, um, help different departments with information that they're needing. So, yeah, it's been it's been a work in progress, but um, we are implementing things as we go and using them as we go. So. Yeah, on the space side, there's been a, a couple of challenges. One with reporting. It was intended to work in conjunction with an operational facilities data warehouse, and that gap has been partially filled by implementing an advanced reporting module, and uh, a facilities information management API was developed and implemented as well, and now the facilities activity hub development is picking up. Another challenge was with the mindset informed by the older legacy system. The new users find it very intuitive, and the older users, though, once trained, find the solution also meets their needs. Some of our successes are that we loaded over a thousand floor plans into the new system, and we've had now we're, we're embarking on our third biannual space review, and each of these space reviews have used more of the functionality that was not available to the campus in the past. Yeah, I think I just got the campus notice on the space review. How very timely. <laughs> Kirk and Brandy, as far as the roadmap and customer enhancements that are planned, what's on the agenda for both real estate and space? So on the, on the space side, several of the elements that we're looking at, it would be um, the reporting and analytics improvement with the facilities activity hub implementation. There's some functional tie-ins uh, that we would like to connect the dots between real estate and space management. We have some usability, some UI enhancements coming down the pike, and um, we'd like to integrate with uh, a few other systems like GIS or BIM and potentially Maximo in the future. There's also continuous improvements to the data sets within the facilities information management system, and we're, we're continually expanding on those. So we want to spin up some new projects to evaluate in the areas of space reservations and scheduling, key management, and employee provisioning and move management. That's one of the expansions in the future that I'm looking forward to is integrating with the space management uh, module um, and being to drill down from our agreements into the actual space itself. I think that'll be very helpful for each of the departments that are, that are doing space planning and making different decisions based on that. So we are looking forward to that happening. And also in the future, being able to integrate with financial information systems and be able to track our expenses in our rent and be able to run report and get reports to get information all together in one location. We also will be integrating with systems to allow us to track all of our insurance certificates. So from a liability standpoint, that will be a great thing. We will also be possibly integrating with a lease accounting system. So we would be able to be doing our reporting for lease accounting compliance. So those are, those are a few of the things that we look forward to in the future. 
And why don't we turn to the technical side now, Mike and Vlad. So, you know, ESR brings a new model of working. It's about, you know, configuring versus customizing and using a, a vended product. So what was it like to implement Tririga uh, in this fashion? You're, you're correct. Um, Tririga is, is a cloud solution uh, and, and that offering from IBM is, is continuously evolving. Tririga is not one of those newly created cloud-only solutions. Uh, you can trace its lineage to you know, 2009 and, and hotel industry where it started. For example, when we started the project, you know, my impression of their offering was that it was more of a application hosted in the cloud. But um, you know, IBM is working hard on, on adding functionality to both their services as well as the application itself to more, move it to more of the cloud-ready world. And, and I think they're making good strides in that. So um, that's something that's involving every day. When it comes to the second part of the question, working on configuring customization, uh, it was a very challenging process. And we started with the goal to achieve as much as possible by following the, the best practices implemented in Tririga and do as much as possible through configurations. The, the byproduct of that was that we had to basically uh, begin with examination and challenging the existing business processes on, on the campus. With help from Kirk, and that, that was especially significant on, on the space side with you know, real estate having much more concentrated role on the campus and usage on campus. So with, with space, we cast very wide net of SMEs and we started the, uh, the effort to, that for me was the most challenging part of the experience, basically trying to get so many different business processes across the campus to unify and, and be offered in a single platform. The most challenging part there was forming the team. It took us a really long time to form the team. And once we added uh, Stuart McMacken and Sean Papelbaum to the project, we were able to make a huge stride in that process. The directions given was to implement an out-of-the-box solution. So we basically implemented Tririga with minimal customizations. As Vlad mentioned, there are some more complex configurations within the application, but overall it's out-of-the-box. Okay. And what's it like working with IBM and their updates and so forth? So far, we have done only platform updates, uh, which are very simple. We just had to research the, the process of how IBM wants us to work with them through the upgrade. Essentially, it boiled down to submitting a ticket in their t uh, you know, support system, scheduling it, and validating the outcomes, making sure that no processes were broken. Uh, there were a couple of minor issues that were very quickly resolved. So overall, it was very positive experience on that front. The application updates of Tririga itself, the, the front UI that our users are seeing are far more complex in nature. And we have not done any updates uh, so far. We are waiting on certain functionality to be implemented in the Q1 or Q2 of next year, depending on how well IBM executes their roadmap. And that would trigger the need for us to update. And so we're looking at tackling application updates in Q3 or Q4 of 2021. 
Does Tyrica take advantage, if you will, of any of the new ESR capabilities, like using iPass or using streaming data or the, the low-code approach? Not really. There are some opportunities for us. However, we didn't take the, the full advantage of those opportunities simply because of the lack of the resources, as the same resources are tied with Tririga implementation, as well as re- remediating application that are affected by other ESR implementations. Now that the biggest two projects, UCPath and Financial Information System, are implemented, we'll have more time to commit to making Tririga a cornerstone and more more of the IPASS platform. Yeah. Also, um, I think what Vlad, to add on what Vlad is saying, it was about timing. Tririga was one of the first ESR projects, or may have been the first ESR project that went live. So some of the capabilities of for integration weren't ready at the time. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, Vlad. So now that we have remediated other applications, um, resources are now going to become available to work on enhancements for Tririga. To that extent, for example, we have implemented the location hierarchy APIs in Tririga, and we are exposing those APIs through API Manager, which is part of uh, IPaaS platform. Also, the existing integrations that are that have been affected by uh, UCPath and FIS rollout were remediated by using the IPaaS component, NiFi, for example. However, we're not using it. We're still using it in the old ETL batch context. We're not taking full advantage of the streaming capabilities of the platform. So that is next step in the evolution of the Trayreg offering. Okay. What were some unique customizations that were implemented? We have made customizations to account for requirements unique to educational environment due to either reporting regulatory requirements or to satisfy operational needs of the campus. So... In some instances, that was accomplished by simply adding additional properties to existing objects in applications. And in some instances, we had to create new quote-unquote code or you know, additional configurations. So, for example, we have introduced the concept of cluster, which is essentially a proxy object for a principal investigator on the campus. That which allows us to account for instances where PI has multiple labs, reporting relationships, et cetera. But even in, in that aspect, in that customization implementation, we have reused many of business objects already existing in Tririga. And so the we believe that the impact on our ability to upgrade in the future is, is minimal. We have also created processes to capture uh, space commitments for future hires. Uh, space use agreements where um, departments loan the space to each other. We have also implemented a couple of specific requirements in real estate applications. For example, being able to capture the fair wage reporting requirements and similar stuff. So, Okay. Yeah, those are good updates. All right. Why don't we wind it down uh, with these general questions? We'll leave it open to anybody Uh, who wants to chime in on any of these about the implementation? uh, What did you find most surprising? Mark, I can tell you some things that I found surprising. I think one of the surprising things for me was 
the amount of time it has taken to implement. I think that I was thinking, you know, we're a small department and when you compare the number of records that we needed to get into the system compared to other departments, we were thinking, okay, well, that's not a lot comparatively, and so that it shouldn't take as long. But what we had found out during this process is what we do is kind of complicated. There are not every agreement is the same, and that is what has led to us reinventing the wheel on every single agreement we're putting into the system. So the actual um, discovery as we progress and learn and go has been just continual. So estimate more time in your project, I would say. That's what I would say um, from the very beginning to the unexpected items. So the other thing we've learned is that we it has exposed some of our processes and maybe the way we negotiate leases that we are going to be able to streamline those so that we could make them simpler for managing. It's been a surprising and fun process all at the same time. For me, Mark, I was surprised to learn that, you know, we were offering a new method, a centralized way and consistent way to capture the data and roll it out across the campus. What I remember and recall that People were, they had their own way of doing their daily operations and they were used to, you know, doing that for many years and they really didn't, it wasn't as easy to to get them to dedicate time and trust the new application. But, you know, as we started to work with other SMEs across campus, they came around. So it took a little bit more time than expected to get people to come on board get them trained, and move to this new application. Uh, Kirk, any parting thoughts for us? Um, No, I think I've um, said pretty much everything. Okay. For me, the most surprising thing about the implementation were the things that some of the requirements that we have considered to be like foundational and unchallengeable turned out to be not really set in stone. And we were able to change them and implement a completely different approach to solving the problems. So that was really surprising to me, you know, to see something that we felt was set in stone and we followed the practice for 10, 15 years. And then through, you know, a careful process of re-examining and challenging all the business processes on, on, on campus, we were able to change some of those. That was like, for me, it was like, wow. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the goals of ESR. All right, anything else from anyone before I close it out? No. no. Okay, thank you so much, Kirk, Brandy, Vlad, and Mike. I really appreciate the updates. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.